What is today? What is Pentecost Sunday? The fire falls, the birth of the church. Pentecost before and after. We celebrate the birth of Jesus. We celebrate Christmas, his resurrection. Most of the world recognizes Easter, amen? But listen, today, it, hey, Kid Zone, stay in here. Today is Pentecost Sunday, and hardly anybody recognizes and realizes exactly what happened on that day. How significant, Brother Arnell, is Pentecost Sunday. What was so special about that day? What made it one of the most important days on a church calendar? It is Pentecost is the birthday of the church. It is the day that the church was born. Amen. And God has given us, has given me and you the opportunity to be part of that glorious church. Pentecost is the day the church not only was born, but the church received power. There was power in this place this morning. There was victory in this place this morning. There's still victory in this house today. That is the day. The day of Pentecost is the day that the believers were endued with power from on high. I feel like we got a whole new anointing. I feel like there's a whole new power in this building today. We're not the same church. We're not the church today, but we're going into the future, a more powerful church because of the day of Pentecost. Because it is the day we put everything aside and we say, God, fall on us again. God, visit us again. But I feel pushed in my spirit to tell you that this doesn't have to end just today. Pentecost is, is the day of Pentecost, 365 days a year. Because every day it is a new opportunity to be empowered from power on high. Every day it is an opportunity for you and I to walk in the power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You see, the Holy Ghost exploded onto the scene. And all, all were filled with the Holy Ghost. And the power of God and the body of Christ was changed forever. It was a turning point in church history. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. On the day of Pentecost, seven weeks after Jesus' resurrection, the believers were meeting together in one place like we were here today. Amen. Suddenly, suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a roaring mighty windstorm in the skies above them. I'm reading from the New Living Transverse Translation. And it filled the house where they were meeting. Did we not hear that wind today? Did we not feel the shift? I don't know. Did anybody else feel when it actually shifted into this building? It was about halfway through song number three. It was about halfway through. Why, Pastor? Why halfway through? Because it took us that long to get rid of everything we brought in here with us. It took us a song and a half to get rid of it. And then, and then the spirit, uh, we got our spirit right, we got our mind right, we got our focus right. And then that's when God come in and set this place uh, on fire. 
Hallelujah. It filled the house where all of them were me. And then, and then what looks like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. Now listen to me. I know there's an old saying going around, an old apostolic Pentecost, that if you're not speaking in tongues for 20 minutes when you get the Holy Ghost, you really don't have the Holy Ghost. That is hogwash. You don't expect a child to speak as a man. You don't expect a child to speak as an adult. When your grandkids and your kids begin to walk, they don't just start walking, walking. They stumble they stand for a minute and they fall when somebody new gets the holy ghost and they start speaking in tongues it could be for 10 minutes it could be five minutes it could be four minutes don't don't hear me don't don't you dare quince what god is doing don't you dare quince it god will continue to fill them god will continue to move them god will continue to grow in them that man that man right there stand up joe that man right there for years, he talked to me. Pastor, I don't speak as much as you do. T- I'm not embarrassed. Hope, hope, I, don't speak to, I don't speak in tongues like you do. I don't talk. Do I really have the Holy Ghost? Yes. I kept telling him, yes, yes, yes. The more you pray, the more you speak, the more you pray. God is going to use you. God is going to move in you. Don't take away what God just did. Don't doubt the power that was in this place. Oh my, I'm in the spirit right now. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody right now. You better lay your hands off of what God just did in this house. Don't doubt it. Don't allow the enemy to creep in and take that blessing. Oh, God. And it filled all the house where they were And it settled on each of them. And every one of them that was present was filled with the Holy Ghost. I think, I think we can attest that everybody in here today got a touch. Everybody in here today got renewed. Everybody in here today got a touch from God. You see, Pentecost is associated with power. Now, you can be seated. I'm not going to be long. I've, only, I've got a lot of notes, but I know God is going somewhere. Pentecost is associated with power. Power can be used in two ways. Power can be used in two ways. It can either be unleashed or it can be harnessed. We can either unleash the power of God or we can harness the power of God. You know who's in control of that, Brother Luke? You and I. We got a choice to make. Are we just going to unleash God and God's power, not just in this house, but in our lives, in our heart, and in our spirit? Are we just going to simply say, you know what, God, have your way in my life. Do in me what you want to do. Lead me, guide me, God. I'm your, I'm your vessel. I'm your person. God, use me, Jesus. Or are we going to harness it? And try to fit it into where we want it to fit in. You see, on the day of Pentecost, they were all in one place, one cord, one of mine. And they had one focus, and that was to be endued with power from on high. That the Lord told them to wait and to tarry. And they were filled with the power. Now listen, here's an example. 50 gallons of fuel. 50 gallons of fuel. As musicians, y'all can get ready to come back up here. 50 gallons of fuel. Energy can be released explosively by dropping a match into that can, and it explodes, and it's a boom 
a great big explosion, a great big impact, and all the fuel is consumed. Some churches are like this. Some people are like this. It's all about the Sunday experience. I can't wait to get to church on Sunday because I know no matter what I'm going through at T.O.P., God's going to take over at some point in that service. It doesn't really matter what I put into it or where I go with this, but at some point in that service, God is going to switch the flip, uh, flip the switch and we are going to have a move of God and we are going to see uh, God is going to speak to me. God is going to talk to me. You see, it's all about that Sunday service. I can't wait to get to church on Sunday. God is there. We're going to have this wow experience. I believe we had a wow experience in here today. I feel like this is one of those big explosions. The day of Pentecost was a big explosion. A lot of things happened and it was just this great big move of God. Amen? But for most of us, for most of us, that's where it stops. It stops when we get out that door. We seem to forget everything that God already did in here. And we're waiting for the next Sunday experience. We're waiting for that next bomb to go off. Hear me. Hear me this morning. As soon as we start walking away, the enemy starts knocking. As soon as we start walking out that door, the enemy starts working on our mind because it is a trick that he has used on us and it has worked on us for years. Oh, I wish I had a fire extinguisher around here somewhere because here's what God's telling me, Brother Arnell, is that those things that the enemy keeps trying to put, put on us when we leave this service and, 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 and we would just... just Squeeze that fire extinguisher and freeze him out and get away from me, Satan. You know, the scripture says, resist Satan and he will flee from you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Our problem is we, got, we come together with this great big wow worship and this great big wow powerful move of God. But then when we get outside, we don't resist. Oh, pastor, are you getting one? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm making a point. We are apostolic Christians. We are part of this New Testament church where it was born and birthed on the day of Pentecost. And the Bible says that they were all filled with power from on high. Can I ask you who that power came from? God himself. That power was not just for a wow Sunday experience. That power is to work in you every single day of the week. We come, we have this wow, and the rest of the week it's dull. The rest of the week we're not praying. The rest of the week we're not fasting. The rest of the week we're not reading. We're not focusing on God. We ain't worshiping God. You don't have to wait till you get into Sunday service and worship God. You can worship God while you're doing the dishes. You can worship God while you're vacuuming. You can do, you can worship God while you're doing Zuma. You can worship God while you're working. You can worship God while you're driving. Oh, I'm talking to somebody in here today that no matter what you're facing and if you will just worship God he will give you a modern day Pentecost every single day
Hallelujah. On the other hand, the same 50 gallons can be challenged, pushed through an engine of a motor vehicle. And in a controlled burn, it can use, be used to transport a person 500 miles or so if you've got a smaller car. It lasts much longer. It has staying power. It has staying power, Brother Argyle. God is looking, can I tell you this morning, God is looking for a church that has sustainability. God is looking for a church, hear me, that is constantly on fire. God is looking for a church. God is looking for a group of people who are prepared to live Christ day in and day out. Worship him day in and day out. Read his word day in and day out. Oh, pastor, why are you on this? Because I am sick and tired of always having to come in here and pull you up out of the muck every single Sunday. It seems like there's a bunch of you that come in here and you're just weary down and you're just burdened down of the same problem that you released the last time we had that wow service can I tell you I truly believe this with all of my heart we had that service that had a miracle service and we had 30 get the Holy Ghost I mean not get the Holy Ghost we had 30 get healed I have seen some of those same 30 that stood up and said, I got healed the next day or the next day or the next week. Say, Pastor, I need prayer for this and I need prayer for that. That you already got healed of. But the problem is, the problem is we let the enemy steal it from us. Oh, I know it sounds like I'm getting harsh, but I'm not. I'm not. I promise you this. Explosions are spectacular. What happened in this building today is spectacular. But can I tell you that control burns have an everlasting effect. A control burn has staying power. And that simply means, God, I'll run around. I'll worship. I'll do whatever you want me to do on Sunday. But when I get home on Monday and I wake up Monday morning, I'm still going to worship. I'm still going to pray. I'm going to control burn. I don't want to just blow up in the Holy Ghost every once in a while. I want to walk in the Holy Ghost every day. I want to walk in the Holy Ghost every time I move. I want to be controlled by the Holy Ghost. And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. That's why Peter was able to stand up and said, It is not as you suppose. They are not drunk and it is but yet the third hour of the day. This is that. This is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. I come to tell you, this is that in this service today. This isn't a flash in the pan. This isn't a wow experience. This is what God wants for his church. We are to walk in victory every day, every moment. Now, walk with me. It doesn't matter what's coming my way. I'm walking in victory because I'm apostolic. I've got the power of God. Everybody here got the Holy Ghost? 
That Holy Ghost isn't just a Sunday experience. It isn't just an opportunity for you to get up here and shout and dance a jig and wave your hand every once in a while on a Sunday. But here's what happens. We allow the enemy to take our... We allow the enemy to take the pressures of day, everyday life and they begin to burden us down and they begin to weigh us down and we begin to be feel defeated and we begin to accept what he's doing and we come in here dragging and you're not witnessing because you, you don't have nothing to witness about. You feel like you're just being bombarded and nothing is happening. But the whole time there's something down inside your inner being that's saying unleash me. Let me go and I will show you you've got victory. There's something down inside of you. It's called the Holy Ghost. It's called the Spirit of God. It is power. It is power over every enemy, over every struggle. Over every worry and over every doubt. Oh, Brother Chris, we don't have to walk around heavy laden. We don't have to let the enemy mess with our mind. Yes, it happens. We are human. But what we got to do is resist and know I am healed. No, I am delivered. No, I'm going to get that raise. No, I am going to move in that house. No, you are going to save my son. No, my prodigal's coming home. No, 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 Satan. Get thee behind me. Get thee behind me. Some of you are walking with him instead of putting him behind you. You have power. You have power. You're endued with power from on high. My Bible says, my Bible says that God told them, I will not leave you comfortless. I must go. Trinity mindset right in the way. If they're all three separate people, separate identities, why did Jesus have to leave before the Holy Ghost can come? He had to go. And he sent back the comforter and the spirit of the Holy Ghost. I come to tell you in this place today, God is wanting to transition TOP from being a wow church to being a controlled burn church. The Holy Ghost works both ways. At the, Pentecost, the day of Pentecost, they exploded on the scene, just as we've seen, just as we've heard. But then verses 5 through 16, it says people from all cultures and languages came running, came running, and to see what was going on, they were all amazed. Others mocked them. And you know what? The church is getting mocked today. And then Peter steps forth and he says, this was predicted years ago. What was predicted? Let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 17 through 21. It says, in the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon what? All flesh, all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Let me tell you something, parents. Mother's Day is just around the just past Father's Day is just around the corner. Do you know you have more influence on your children than just what they see? When you go in there every day and you pray over them at night 
and you lay hands over them at night, you need to be saying, God, let them be what you want them to be. God, let them see what you want them to see. Don't ever take for granted my child comes and says, hey, Dad, God showed me this. Don't knock it down just because it's a child. Because the Bible says your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. I ain't dreaming no dreams yet, so I'm not quite on the old side of that. I'm still seeing some visions. I'm still seeing God do some great things. But I'm telling you, let's go. Verse 18, in those last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy, and I will cause wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke, and the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon will turn red before that great and glorious day that the Lord ar arise, and anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Here's what the prediction was. It was that the Holy Ghost will empower the church. His presence was like tongues of fire. Thousands will be affected and changed by God's power. A mighty explosion happened that day. 3,000 were saved and added to the church. But he works continuously through the church. God loves worship. God loves fellowship. God loves service. Christians are empowered with staying power. That simply means, God, when that attack comes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say no. In the name of Jesus, get thee behind me, Satan. We don't have to walk around defeated all the time. We don't have, listen, Spurgeon said one time, I was reading the quote, he was talking about church growth, and he said, He's talking about church growth, and somebody said, why aren't churches getting uh, new people, new, uh, new, uh, new saints? And he said, because it's like, he says, like in this, he's like, you cannot put live chickens under, live chicks under a dead hen. Because the dead hen cannot nourish and take care of the live chickens. He said, some of our churches aren't experiencing numerical growth because they're dead. I don't believe that we're dead. I am not even remotely saying that, but I am saying this, we walk out of here after these wild experiences, but we don't walk with it every day. I'm pastor, so I'm just kind of giving you what God told me, okay? We don't walk in it every day, and so each day we get a little weaker. Each day we get a little harder. Each day we begin to question God. We begin to question the man of God, and we begin to question the people of God, and we just start getting attitudes, and all of these things start flowing because we're not walking in the power that God has given us on that day of Pentecost. Can I tell you? In this house, musicians, I'm done. Can I tell you in this house today that the Lord is telling me to tell you to shift your focus from your physical self to your spiritual self for a few minutes here today. As we celebrate Pentecost Sunday with millions of Christians around the world, the birthday of the church, it's the after picture that's important. It's the after picture that's important. I've seen Pastor Bucky going around posting some pictures about everything, taking pictures of all the worship and everything that's going on around here. That's great. That's awesome. And I hope he posts it. We should 
celebrate what God did in this service today. But you know what I'm looking for as pastor? I'm looking at the after picture. I'm looking at the after social, after after we leave this building today, I'm looking for our posts, the posts that we put on social media. Are we giving the glory to the enemy? Or are we putting him under our feet? You see, that explosion is wonderful. The book of Acts Church, they continued in that power. They allowed that power to become a very good part of them. And it became their identity. It became everything that they were. And they were persecuted. If you don't believe me, read your Bible. They were persecuted, but they still, Sister Tammy, kept on going. They still kept on pushing because there was something down inside of them. And what I am looking for and what God is trying to push into us today, it is this wild experience. And I thank God that we had it. I thank God for one getting the Holy Ghost. I thank God for many being delivered and touched today. But I am looking for the after pictures of this service today. I am looking for people who are normally posting negative stuff to say, no, Satan, get thee behind me. I live in the power of God. I am looking for Tuesday night. Well, it won't be Tuesday night because we had to change that because somebody's graduating, so we're not having connect group this Wednesday. It's somebody, uh, this Tuesday, somebody's graduation party. And, uh, and so, uh, congratulations, Brother Isaac. Thank you for getting me out of connect group, man. I appreciate it. Uh, But here, Brother Arnell, I am looking, I am looking as pastor and saying, God, what is the afterglow? What is the afterglow of everybody that was up here, that was dancing, that was twirling, that was walking, that was marching, that was speaking in tongues, and was getting everything. God, how long is it going to last in them? How long is it going to last in them, God? Next Sunday, am I going to have to come in here and beat up the drum again, God? Is it going to have to take us two worship songs to get back into that place? Or are we going to be endued with power from on high day after day, moment after moment, minute after minute? I'm telling you, if you will just resist that temptation, resist that enemy, you will be victorious. Let's all stand. You see, I believe, I believe this was a turning point here today. I believe this was a turning point for this church. I believe this church is going to turn and we are going into that whole dimension we have been prophesied over uh, many times the last prophecy about this worship service and worship service was going to be explosive and God was just going to take this place over and then the prophecy was the next thing that comes your way will be the harvest but here this pastor from the bottom of his heart today that harvest is only going to come if you're on fire for the one, it's only going to come if you allow him to use that fire in you to be a control burn and witness to your neighbor and witness to your co-worker and pray for somebody in line and pray for somebody at your, your waitress. You see, the harvest, it's right, it's white, it's plenteous, it's ready.
that's ready for the harvest. But it is dependent upon you. Are you content on a wild experience? Or do you want an everyday experience? I, I just didn't go the way I wanted to go, Sister Windsor, so I'm not sure what you're going to say at the end of, of this thing, but I'm telling this church today, this altar's open. I'm telling you, don't leave here with just a wow experience. Leave here with power endued from on high that will change you. It will change you. It will change your mindset. It will change the way you look at things. It will change the way you handle things. Because you see, as my Bible says, that we've been empowered from on high by God. And it is God's spirit that is living within us. It is God's spirit that is in our hearts and in our mind and in our soul today. Can I tell you that God wants you to have both? God wants you to have those wow moments on Sundays. He wants you to come in here all jacked up, ready to praise and have this great big move of God because that's how people are going to be touched. That's how people are going to get. We're creating an atmosphere for the Holy Ghost to fall and we're creating something to happen. God wants you to have that wow moment, but God also wants you to be a controlled, burned Christian. He wants you to have an understanding of the power that is in you. The power that is in you is above every serpent, above every sickness, above every every demon, above every problem, above every situation, God has already lifted you above it because you are filled with his spirit and you have become endued with power from on high. So can we just raise our hands all across this building today and simply say, God, let the fire fall again. God, let that fire fall on me again. God, I don't want to be just a wild Christian. God, I just don't want to be a Sunday Christian. God, I want to be an everyday Christian. God, I want that fresh fire to fall in my heart. I want that fresh fire to burn in me. I want that fresh anointing to burn in me today.